This is the Comstock Report podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report on the cattle. When packers say that they'll enforce social distancing, they do not mean on the line. They're talking about it in the break rooms. There's no way they can do it on the line. What they can do there is to test aggressively so they can remove positive workers quickly and give workers buku protective equipment. They have to test their way down to a healthy workforce. Over 6,500 packing plant workers have tested positive for COVID-19, and some of that was the result of forcing sick workers to keep working until it got so bad that regulators shut plants down. It was local and state health authorities that shut them down, and now as a result of the Trump executive order, the feds will not allow that to happen. Federal regulators will trump, pun intended, state and local authority over plants. The CDC and OSHA have safety guidelines, but so what if they lack the authority to close a plant violating them? If workers get sick because plants did not follow safety rules, they have no legal recourse as Trump gave plants immunity from such things. Cash cattle traded lower in a wide $90 to $100 range. Packer margins have shot up into outer space, and they are using some of the money to incentivize workers to keep them showing up. Tyson boosted disability payments for sick workers to 90% of normal pay, and they doubled their thank you bonuses from 60 to $120 million. Workers get $500 now and another 500 in July. Do you know who is actually paying the workers' bonuses? Cattle producers and the consumers are. They take a leg from feedlots and an arm from consumers. I went to the meat counter to check out meat prices. Some beef, such as minute steak and tenderized round, were not there. They were selling 8-ounce ribeyes for $8.99 each. I bought a vacuum-packed uncut ribeye for $8 a pound. That was a bargain. It took a poor cut of steak to get under $10 a pound. Two weeks ago, I bought a couple of 10-pound tubes of hamburger for $1.99 a pound. I paid $3.49 a pound yesterday. Demand was horrible the way that it was, and now packers price beef so high that consumers will not buy it. Donald J. Trump's executive order will not restore kill capacity to what it was, so front-end supply will continue to get heavier and back up further, albeit at possibly a slower rate because of the order. Until reduced placements reach the front end of the market, that will take too long. The Trump administration is setting things up at packing plants where packers can continue to operate without fear of being shut down. There will be no enforcement of whatever guidelines are set and no legal recourse for workers if they are harmed in the plants. Their only obstacle is in seeing how many workers that they can incentivize to work under these conditions. Trump essentially gave packers carte blanche resulting in windfall profitability. On the grains, the Chicago Board of Trade must be expecting big things happening in the market soon as they increase daily limits from 25 cents to 40 cents in corn, 60 cents to 90 cents in soybeans, and from 40 cents to 60 cents in wheat. Frankly, most farmers will have their corn in in this region by Sunday night. We could actually use an inch of rain. There's nothing in the larger forecast to suggest any planting delays of significance. That puts us on track for an above trend line yield this year. I really doubt that farmers will reduce corn acres enough to matter relative to production if we produce an above-trend line yield. The current weather forecasts for Ukraine, Russia, Brazil, Australia hold nothing threatening. A friend of mine in the Texas Panhandle is planting all cotton this year. He's making his decision of what to plant on the same basis as I did, the safety net for the crop. Between crop revenue insurance and the farm bill, 
His highest revenue is from cotton, while mine is from corn. It is not the physical price of each commodity that drives the acreage decision, but the net revenue after all the other payments are added in. I cannot say for cotton producers, but corn farmers here are well protected. They have a safety net that other commodities envy. Treasury Secretary Mnuchin says that they are finding room for hundreds of millions more barrels of oil in the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. There is 78 million barrels of room left officially in the capacity of the SPR. They would lease out the storage rather than buy the oil. Donald J. Trump reportedly has a plan to lend money to beleaguered oil companies. He would have to get that done going around Congress, who is not going to bail out oil companies. And the Fed, as noted, was not hot on the deal. Many oil companies are going to go broke, so how do taxpayers get their money back? No mention the inclusion of ethanol companies. July crude oil was trading up over $2 a barrel, over $21, which I think is a sale. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.